Wow, episode 100. I cannot believe um, I have been doing this for 100 episodes. It's been over two years. I started this podcast in the middle of the global pandemic, wanted to help people out with their monetary situation. And uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone who has downloaded um, one of my podcasts, watched it on YouTube, shared some of the social media uh, stuff, connected with me on LinkedIn, gone to my website, subscribed to my newsletter. Um, It's been absolutely amazing. I went and I look back um, at this point in time, you know, when I started, I was still working in the corporate world. So I had just kind of started doing this on the side, you know, it was like, I, I found that I kept having the same conversations with people over and over again. Uh, when it came to money. And I just said, you know, I think a great way I could really help people is if I just recorded some of these conversations or at least, you know, the topics that we were talking about. And then that way, when they came up with these questions like, hey, should I invest in Bitcoin? What should I do if I have a thousand dollars to invest? What's the best way to get out of debt? Should I buy a house right now? All these different things. I didn't have to, you know, continue to have the same thing over and over again. I could say, well, listen, I have this podcast episode, you know, that will go more into depth than the two minutes you and I can talk. You know, if you want, you can go and download it and we can talk more after that. And um, I, it's been amazing to me. Some of the people from my past that I haven't seen in years, I run into them randomly. They're like, dude, heard your podcast. Wow, that was great. I'm like, really? Like, how'd you even know about it? You know, it's just, it, it's been nuts. But today, it's not just, today's not about me. Okay. It's about episode 100 and the power of consistency. And I'm going to talk about what the power of consistency can do in your life uh, in both good ways and bad ways. And I'm going to give you personal examples of what they've done to me. So uh, like I said, today's not about me, but I am going to talk about how consistency has impacted my life with something like this. So, So for starters, for anybody who's just now, you know, coming into this or doesn't know much about my background, um, I was in corporate sales and consulting for over 14 years working with, you know, Fortune 500 companies and um, doing a lot of strategic uh, uh, consulting, doing sales with them, different things like that. Well, what ended up happening was, um, you know, so I, I, I was very successful in that role. I'm very good at sales and, and different things like that. I have no uh, background in design. Uh, I have no background in, you know, podcasting, anything like that. All that was brand new to me when I started this. All I did was go out to YouTube find out like what's a quality microphone. This uh, microphone I have here is definitely top of the line. It makes my voice uh, sound like vocal chocolate as I like to tell people. But, um, you know, I went to YouTube, found some people that had podcasts, had been doing it for a long time. Um, You know, they had recommendations on some gear and I bought it. And then over time, you know, I had a a really crappy uh, setup for, you know, doing it on video, but they said you should do that. I stopped it for a little bit because we had twins um, you know, it was just a very busy time. I didn't have time to do the video editing. Then I upped my game, got a better camera, better background, kind of came with the new house. Um, you know, but you know, I, I've slowly over two years improved just a little by little by little. And when I couldn't improve and I needed to come back, I did, but I just knew I was going to get back to it. So success and consistency does not mean that every single day you are just marching forward and you never fail and you never drop off. Like, that's not true at all. I took, I think it was a solid six months that I was doing this podcast audio only. And I had started with video and that was disappointing to me. I really wanted to do more video because I know that's very popular. Uh, but 
I just couldn't. I didn't have the time. I was sleeping three or four hours a night, like struggling to survive <laughs> taking care of uh, at that time what was uh, a two year old and um, you know newborn twins. Me and my wife, it was just anything we could do to get by. So I just said, what can I do right now? And I was like, well, I can still do the podcast. It doesn't take that much time. So if you have this this picture in your mind about consistency being this straight line with a slope upward, that's not what it is. It's if you look at like a you know a stock chart or anything like that, it's this jagged up and down of cliffs with peaks and valleys all along the way. And when you zoom out, you will see hopefully a gradual trend upwards. And that's very much what the success of this podcast has been for me. Um, you know, and now I'm taking it to the next level. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in just a little bit. But uh, you know, I've quit my job in corporate. I'm doing this full time. And there's a lot of other stuff that's going to come with it. And the podcast is just a piece of this. So I'll talk about that at the end. I'm very excited. A lot of big stuff for y'all. Um, but this is, I want to talk about two things that podcast, or I'm sorry, I want to talk about five things that podcasting has done for me um, over the past two years that I did not expect when I started this. Again, my intentions for starting a podcast were just to help some people and you know, selfishly just cut back on having the same conversation over and over again. People saw me just posting on Instagram a lot about money. I was just it's something, you know, personal finance, uh, business, side hustles, things like that. Those are just passions of mine, things I really enjoy. So I was just, you know, crypto. I was in crypto in 2017. People were asking me a lot about that, still do. You know, so it, I was just handling so many questions. It was literally just, I, I can't, I, you know, I was getting so many of the same questions. I said, I can't just have the same conversation over and over. Let's do a podcast. I can just send people to that. That was why I started this. There was no other aspect of this that was part of like anything else. It has just grown since then. So here's five things that it's done for me. Number one, it's increased my network. Um, the people I have met either in person or virtually, you know, I started doing interviews earlier this year. Um, I have learned so much from, I love doing interviews. I do a, a combo of interviews and, you know, just solo casts with just me uh, talking about a topic on the podcast. I love the interviews. I love hearing about other people's perspectives, success, things that have helped drive them to success. Um, I've adapted some of the things I've learned from people on there. Um, so increasing my network has been something that's really been very helpful for me. And who knows, maybe they'll come back uh, in other ways in the forms of business relationships or whatever the case is. But um, it's been absolutely fascinating. I've learned a lot. Uh, the second one is that I have developed five different skills that I did not have before. Again, I was in sales. Um, I'm just going to list these off. Audio engineering. And, and listen, just because I have these skills, I'm not saying I've mastered them by any means of the imagination. I am. I am beyond novice in a lot of them, but you know, I'm nowhere near an expert, but it doesn't matter. The point is I can do all these things and I'm going to talk about that in just a second. And I never used to be able to do them before. So the five things is audio engineering, um, video editing, social media management, graphic design, and communication skills. And I would have said I had, I thought I had pretty good communication skills previously. Being in sales, one of the most common misconceptions is that you need to be a good talker and I would argue it's the exact opposite. You need to be a good question asker. The, be the best, the thing that made me one of the best salespeople, no matter what role that I was in, was not the fact that I was the best talker. It was the fact that I asked the best questions that drove deeper conversations with the client. And then I listened. I like really took time to listen. And something that doing interviews has really helped me 
um, is it's allowed me to just really focus on on honing in. I can I can still get better at that, honing in and asking better questions, more compelling questions. Getting you know I I don't like it just this is just me personally. I hate talking about the weather. I hate talking about frivolous topics. I want to get to the nitty gritty. I want to get to the dirty stuff as quick as I can. So asking good questions does that. Um, so yeah, so all of these skills, if I wasn't working for myself, if I wasn't financially free and I didn't want to get back into, uh, into sales, there's a lot of different things I could do with this because skill stacking, which is essentially what I did, that's where you are getting skills that are not the same thing, but they are complementary to each other. So sure, it doesn't seem like audio engineering and video editing and social media management really go together at, you know, on top of it, they're not in the same area. But when you do that, well, what do you have? You have a video podcast, right? And you're able to, you know, effectively blast that out. So that's, these are skills that now I have with me forever that I can continue to get better at. I can continue to learn. And you know what? At some point in time, I'm going to outsource some of these. I'm going to stop doing these because my goal, if everything goes right, is that I will have more important things to do for my business uh, to drive more revenue. And these things will not be as important. So I will pay somebody to do them. But you know what having these skills will do? It will allow me to effectively communicate to people and tell them what I want. Hey, this is what I'm looking for. Give me something that looks like this. Uh, you know what? What you turned into me was really shoddy work. That's not good. That's not up with the trends. You know, I'm, I will be a smarter business person because of it, even when I'm not doing it. That is why skill stacking makes you dangerous and valuable in the workplace. Uh, and then the last one is that I learned a lot of new ways to make money that they don't teach you in school. The digital economy is, is not something that you can learn anywhere except on the internet. It's as simple as that. Unless you have a mentor that's doing it, the, if you want to learn to make money on the internet, and there are so many ways to do it, then you need to be on the internet. Okay, YouTube is one of the best places to be. You don't need you know, at first you don't need any of these fancy courses from people or anything like that. Now I'm not anti-course. I've taken multiple courses. Uh, I've paid thousands of dollars for some of these courses. Some have been great. Uh, some have been okay. I haven't had a bad one yet because I know how to do my research on that. Um, but at the end of the day, they've been amazing and they have enabled me. But I didn't start with some fancy course. I checked out their YouTube. I checked out their social media. And if I found that information valuable, then I said, well, if they do this good of a job with that, then yeah, I kind of want to check out the course because I feel like that'll get me do it. And then I pay money and then I'm more invested. And that's exactly what has happened. So anyway, those are the things that it has enabled me to do in just two years. I never would have imagined that I would be sitting here learning, flying to Vegas, going to a conference because of some people I saw on a YouTube channel just to meet up with them, learn from them. That was never in the plans two years ago, but I did it and it has absolutely changed my life. So now... If you can do something purposeful for two years, it will change your life. And a lot of times it'll change your life in ways that we don't think about. But this is the thing. A lot of people will sit there. Maybe it's you and you're, and you're going, I, I don't have that level of discipline. I can't do anything for two years. Okay, Stephen, like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. You're already probably doing multiple things that you've been doing for two years. You just don't realize it. Okay. You are the hero of your own story nobody is coming to save you. Okay. So let's make it a story worth telling. And part of being a hero is doing things consistently. Now, here's the thing. Like I said, we are creatures of habit. We don't like change. We like to be in routine and comfort. Well, what is routine? 
Routine is habits. Routine is discipline. So the question is, what are you disciplined at? What are you consistent at? So before this, I'm going to talk about some things uh, previous to two years ago that I was very consistent at um, before I even started this. I was drinking two sodas a day. Um, so very consistent, had to have it. Body would let me know if it wasn't getting all the sugar that it needed. So I was drinking two sodas a day. I was eating candy daily. Um, I, I would stop on my way to uh, pick up my son because the girls were in daycare at that point. Um, but to pick up my son from his daycare, I would stop every day at the gas station and go get some kind of candy along the way. So I was eating a lot of candy on top of the two sodas a day. Uh, and then I was probably only brushing my teeth like three times a week. And the reason for that was just I wasn't sleeping. I was so tired. We were up in the middle of the night with the twins. When you have twins, it like makes sleeping a night that much harder because they're waking up at different times no matter how hard you try. Really complicated. <laughs> so the point is, these were habits that I developed and did consistently for a little over a year. Okay, It was just sugar was what I went to. Um, because I, you know, I didn't have any other outlet at that point in time for stress management. That was the one that I chose was sugar intake. So this is what having that habit for a little over a year got me. Uh, it got me five cavities, got me two root canals in two years. That was fun. Uh, same tooth, different sides. And, um, I'd only ever had like three or four cavities in my entire life before this. So keep that in mind. Like I wasn't getting cavities very often. Uh, I $7,000 in dental fees, root canals are not cheap. So that was great. You know, $7,000, that was pretty motivating. Uh, and then I was 19 pounds over my ideal weight and you know, the sugar intake was a lot of it. I wasn't exercising again, three or four hours of sleep a night, uh, it, it, for, for a long time. I mean, it was brutal. So anyway, um, yeah, that's what happened. I was consistent. I had habits. I was disciplined in them. And a lot of times we don't think about our bad habits as being something we are disciplined with because we don't like it saying it like that. Like it sounds bad. You know, if you're eating terribly and drinking, you know, stuff that you shouldn't drink a lot that, you know, it's, it's, that's why you're overweight. You're not going to the gym. You're not doing these things. That's why you're overweight. Hey, guess what? Your business sucks. Uh, you, you're not making a lot of money. Well, a lot of times we don't want to look at the fact that maybe you haven't set up the right operations. Maybe you aren't delegating something that you should be delegating. You're trying to do something that you just aren't good at. And because you don't want to pay a little bit of money to have somebody do it better, your business is suffering. You know, there's a lot of different things that we can be disciplined at. And at the end of the day, heroes don't look outward. We look inward and we go, what can I change about me and my behaviors? Because that's the only thing I can control. So that is what consistency also did for me. <laughs> so here you have two perfect examples of you know an uptrend and a downtrend and sure when you're consistent with something it looks like this in the beginning you know the sugar wasn't that bad you know the soda wasn't that bad but then the weight really started tacking on then the podcast really started taking off then i started really needing root canals then i started really going up and like learning new things and opportunities to make money and blah 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 like there is a huge uptrend so the sooner that you can stop the habit the easier it will be to change um, I recommend the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Uh, it's a fantastic way um, to, to learn how to create new habits that stick. Because one of the big things that people think is they're like, oh, I'm going to quit this cold turkey. It's not necessarily a very effective way to get you to make lasting change. You know, so first off, I would recommend asking this question. You know, are my habits 
driving me towards the life I want. Look at your life and say, what, what do I do on a regular basis? What do I do a couple times a week? What do I do every day? Are these habits something? Do, do I come home and crash every single day, turn on the TV and you know put something on Netflix and then put Facebook and Instagram and TikTok on my phone right here in front of me in the screen? So now not only can am I teaching my brain that I can't even pay attention to what's on the TV, but uh, you know I, I'm also getting the short form thing here and I'm completely distracted and I'm teaching myself not to be able to focus literally on anything. How many of you are doing that? I, I know I've been guilty of it, right? So you know it's it's one of those things to where you need to really take time and be introspective and be honest with yourself because if you aren't honest with yourself, who's going to be? So. Then the other thing I would say is once you've identified a be, you know, some behaviors you really don't like, pick one. That's it. Don't, don't be like, here's 10 things I need to change. Now I'm gonna, here's the plan to change all 10 things. It doesn't work that way. We can only really handle change with like one or two things if we're really going to focus on it and make it stick. So pick the most impactful one. All right. So, you know, if you need to cut TV, if you need to cut out social media, delete the apps, you know, stop paying for all the streaming services, whatever the case is. And don't go cold turkey on TV. Just say, I'm going to keep one streaming service and I'm just going to watch one TV show or I'm only going to watch this sport and I'm not going to watch anything else. And I'm going to cut my TV time in half. And then that other 50% of time that I now have free, what am I going to replace that with? Am I going to replace that with going to the gym? Am I going to replace that with working on my business plan? Am I going to replace that with you know going on hikes? Am I gonna, what are you going to replace it with? Replace it with something good, and then you will get your fun little dopamine rush from doing something that's meaningful. And then you'll be surprised after you do that for three weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. You'll be like, oh, you know what? I might cut out that TV a little bit more. It's not as hard as you think. So start small. So, and, and, and this is kind of the big thing. Start small, think long. So, eh, sorry. Start small, think long term, and you'll change your life. That's it. You just have to start small, think long-term, change your life. Baby steps. What little bits at a time, chip away at this thing. Don't just go run off a cliff and be like, I'm cutting out al alcohol for this entire year. If you're used to drinking you know, a glass of wine or a whiskey every other day. Eh, okay, maybe just do it on the weekends. You know, Work your way there so that way you have lasting and consistent change. <sighs> so that's it. Um, I want to make a couple quick announcements. Um, 2023, uh, it's going to be huge. It's going to be a huge year. I have so much planned, so much I am doing. So um, I'm going to be launching a series of products in 2023. If you haven't seen yet, um, I have my website uh, right here, the um, uh, www.stephencorson.me. You can go there. There's nothing on it yet. Right now, the only thing that I'm doing is a free newsletter. I've been doing it for months. Talks about wealth building. Um, so if you want, go put in your email address. You can sign up there, uh, stephencorson.me. And what I will eventually be doing is I will send some exclusive offers. I'll be sending out announcements. That's the best place to get me right there. Um, the next big one is I have my YouTube channel. You, uh, there's a chance you could be watching it here. And basically on the YouTube channel, I'm just doing the podcast episodes, uh, you know, interviews, solo cast, different things like that. I'm going to start doing YouTube exclusives. So they're going to be videos that are four to seven minutes. And I will be talking about a specific uh, project. Now, for right now, the content focus 
is going to be getting people to 100K net worth. That's where I'm going to start because everything I do is pretty much going to be directed on a wealth building journey. That's the focus. So if you have 0K net worth, if you have negative K net worth, <laughs> if, if you have negative 50K net worth because you have no money to your name and you got 50K in student loans or something like that, whatever, wherever you are, if you live in a capitalistic society, I 100% I believe that you can, if you make the right moves, you can have 100K net worth in five years or less. I, I know I've done it. I've helped other people do it. Uh, and I want to help you do it. So everything I do, all the content that I have, everything is going to be about getting to that 100K milestone from, uh, you know, for your net worth, because that's when things start to accelerate. Charlie Munger, who's a billionaire, said that the most significant financial milestone is reaching the first 100K. It's the hardest. And there's a lot of different reasons for that, but I'll talk about that. Okay. Uh, the other thing is connect with me on LinkedIn. If you're on there, uh, I do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. I'll be having some exclusive information and offers there. Check me out on Twitter. Uh, just type in my name at Steven Corson. Going to be doing a lot of stuff on both of those. Um, I'm going to have some digital products that I'm going to be releasing too uh, to help with a couple different things, budget templates, um, you know, time uh, management or uh, time auditing uh, things, uh, how to do vision boards, different stuff like that that have really helped me along my journey. So if that's something you're interested in, uh, stay tuned. That'll all be coming early 2023. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. So again, uh, if you're looking uh, for where to find information, all this stuff and keep up with it, stephencorson.me is the website. You can go check it out there. You know, Go there now, put in your email address. You won't miss anything. The newsletter I send out, it comes out every Saturday. You're not going to get spammed. And you can read it in five minutes. And I would argue to people, if it's not my newsletter, you need to be subscribing to somebody else's newsletter because there's some amazing content out there with some uh, you know, fantastic tips depending on how you're trying to build your wealth. And if you don't have time for a five-minute newsletter, then you know, are you really putting in the effort and the work? That's what I would challenge you on. So again, doesn't have to be mine, but it needs to be somebody's. There's too much golden information that is being given away on the internet every single day for you not to take advantage of it. But I think my stuff is great. I uh, work really hard at it and I hope you'll check it out. So again, so much gratitude. Thank you so much for the support, the love, um, the fact that you just enjoy it. I, I just, I love hearing because I work hard at this stuff. I really do. Put a lot of research into this, a lot of thought. Uh, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm working more right now than I've ever worked in my life. And I'm loving it because I, I see the impact that I'm making in people's lives. I see how I'm making people's lives better. And there's nothing wrong with having nine to five and just selling software to companies. But this is just so much more fulfilling for me personally, being able to see that, you know, I'm helping people getting out of debt. I'm helping people invest their money. And ultimately, I'm helping people free up time uh, so they can spend, you know, their life doing the things that they actually want versus the things that society kind of dished out for them. So all that again, thank you so much. And until our paths cross again.